Hey girl, hey, this is Dot B and Nita, and you're listening to the Freeing Me podcast, where we focused on healing the child within and taking our power back. We are real women having real conversations. Hey girl, hey girl, hey girl, hey. So hey, we uh we're back. Here we are. We're Auntie Nita and Visionary Dot and our host Fee. Um, she won't be joining us this in this segment, but um, we'll be anxiously waiting for her to return. So, Visionary Dot, you mentioned something in our last segment about the color of your skin. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, growing up, I didn't value the the pigment in my skin, you know, um, I didn't real, I used to think because everybody else I was around was a lighter brown mocha type skin color that I did, I didn't identify. So when other people and, you know, kids are cruel. So you grow up, the first thing they talk about is the color of your skin. So I didn't, now growing up you realize hey you know you you take whatever is the first thing that come to your mind it don't necessarily mean it's true but when you're a kid everything is true because you don't know the difference sure so being growing up being called blackie being called blackness being called skillet you automatically assume black is ugly yes yes you know, so um, we heard of, we hear about the paper bag test that if you are darker than a paper bag, you were among the pretty. Right. We also know that back in the older days, the lighter you are, you got the better jobs. So as they tell you, I wasn't a house nigga. Right. You was a field hand. I was a field hand. Yes. So we had to be outside. So it's just an ongoing thing, you know, about our skin tone, not realizing that we're just all different shades. It's all beautiful. It's all smooth. Yes. And it's all, you know, it's, um, I had to learn to love my shade. Yes. You know, and realize that I I even have people that walk up to me now that I had no idea was was feeling like you made me love my shade color or the color of my skin hmm. because you hmm. seem so confident. Well, I had to grow into that confidence. Yeah. It wasn't always like that. But for me it took me back to the little girl in the closet. I had to hide behind that. I had to become numb to the name calling to allow myself to be confident in my color. Wow. If that makes sense. Makes a whole lot of sense. Makes a whole lot of sense. Now for me, I, I never um, had a problem with my skin color. I never even thought about my skin color. I was just the color I was and I was fine with it. I didn't really didn't care what people thought about my skin color. Um, 
I just never have a thought about it. And and I was having a conversation with one of my sister friends. It's been a little while ago and she was, she made a uh, statement about her color, her skin color. She's a little darker than I am, but, and she got teased as well. Um, mm-hmm. But that made me realize that I never really thought about the color of my skin. I am what mocha or caramel caramel or whatever you want to call it. Doesn't matter. It's a beautiful shade. But I just never thought about it. Never thought that um, other kids would have a problem with it either, especially the people that look like me. But most times they're the ones that degrade you the most, unfortunately. It is. It is. And it's so sad when you think about it um, that I didn't experience a lot of racism but I experienced a lot of colorism. Yes. From my own color. Yes. You know, and a lot of times, unfortunately, it came from family members. Yes, that's yes. That You're was right. probably the same color or darker. Mm-hmm. And you don't even think about that. And they don't realize the lasting effect it does. It even bothers me, even though I used to think of it as a term of endearment. I called my daughter my chocolate drop. Mm-hmm. But for me, I love Hershey. Hershey is my favorite candy. <laughs> so when she, like, she literally looked like, I mean, it was smooth. She just had this pretty, pretty brown tone that it was just amazing to me so for me Desiree was my chocolate drop and I would call her my chocolate drop not even thinking that somebody else could have took it differently and Mm -hmm. made her feel like so your mom is calling you like a you look like poop you know like Mm. you know what I'm saying so you It's a play on words that sometimes we don't think or even make conscious of kids and what kids hear and what kids see because of what outside sources. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what we thought was a term of endearment, I made uncomfortable for her. Mm, Wow. So so let's talk about the... um... That paperback test again and um, how it affects, you know, just talk about how how, how it would affect us. Now, you know, I don't know why I did this. (laughs) Just last week, I was thinking about that paperback test. So I decided to put a paper bag next to my skin. Now, I wouldn't have passed the test. I would have been out in the field with the rest of the field workers. Well, you know, I wouldn't have passed. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know why I did that. Um, But, you know, I was thinking about that and, and, you know, just how it, it it would make you feel. So can you, can you just imagine how our ancestors felt like, you know, especially the ones um, that was the, were the master's kids. Now they got to work in the house. They got the near The dang near that can pass. Um, oh yes oh yes have you watched it makes me think of the the new movie that's out by tyler perry jasmine's blues have you watched that yes it's a very good movie a very good movie um it is a total 
depiction of hiding behind what we look like. Yes, absolutely. Because she she passed. And because she passed, that was her saving grace mm-hmm. of how she got out of things. And we don't think about that. You know, we can't escape that. Exactly. You know, we, we immediately with I mean, we can't go nowhere with it. I'm I'm black and I'm <laughs> black. I mean, right. I can't go no lighter. I could probably go a shade or two darker, but even in my shade of darker, I don't really tan. I get red. Mm, okay. And see, most people don't, you know, I didn't understand that as a kid, you know, that I'm getting redder. So you just automatically think, dang, I'm getting blacker. Mm. You know, how am I getting blacker? You know, I can't get no blacker. But in all actually, I it's funny because people ask me all the time, you're dark. How do you blush? I'm red. Oh wow. <laughs> it's the same wow that you have. I just have a different shade. I have more melanin in my skin, but I can still turn red. Oh my. It and just my, looks like know, blush. It just looks like blush. How about that? And you know my cheeks stay red. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so going back to the, the Jasmine's Blues. So now the young lady, to me, I'm like, how did she pass? Because she looks like a black woman to me. Mm-hmm. But it was her mother. She was the one that made her do that. Because yeah. both of them were, they were lighter than high yellow. <laughs> they were high, 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 almost white, almost white looking. But I'm like, yeah, no, both of y'all look like uh, black women to me. But, you know, I know that that it's a movie. It's just a movie, right. It has happened in reality. You have some, yeah. some um, African-Americans out here now passing as white people. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Um, if I'm honest, it, it, it's disheartening because it brings us back to not being able to be who we are when we want to be. So it's hurtful. It's hurtful that you would even feel like I have to lay down who I am Mm -hmm. to be a part of something. Yes. To be accepted. And that's not, yeah. And I, I'm really big on, I don't want anybody to ever feel like they have to be somebody else. I want to be able to be a person who accepts everybody where they are. Yes. Whether I understand it, whether I promote it, support it, whatever. I may not like it. I may not want you to do it. But at the same time, I don't ever want you to feel like you don't have anybody. Absolutely. Because you are accepted. Now, um, some of those that are that are passing. I, um, it just makes me wonder, like, how does How's that that affecting your your family? Because you are denying, literally, literally denying who you are. So that means you're denying your heritage as well. You were you were born black. 
just just you saying that immediately came to my mind my favorite movie of all time and <laughs> what is that imitation of life oh yes oh yes oh yes it's still i bought the collection that it gives you both of them <laughs> and i i loved that movie for the simple fact that it hurt my feelings that the woman never wanted to to be her mom's daughter. Yeah, because her mama was too dark. It also showed you a mother's love that no matter what. Yes. I love you. Yes. I don't care. I'm going to come find you. I'm going to figure it out. I will play whatever part you want me to play mm-hmm. just to be a part of your life. You know what I'm saying? And when I, I, I guess I wanted that so bad that that part of it connected with me mm-hmm. and my little girl. Yeah. Um, and it made me angry at the daughter because there's tons of people who are looking for that un conditional love that her Absolutely. mom had for her yes. and she didn't you know she abused it yeah she because abused it. she wanted to be white she wanted to be she didn't want to associate with her her mother at all because her mother was too dark yeah so but who told her mother she was too dark hmm who told her that huh or maybe that is just my depiction huh yeah because i don't know how the story was written i mean so of course you know um you right. can look at the screen and see that that uh the mom is a beautiful chocolate color beautiful yeah but, hey, who knows who knows and who knows what was going on in her in her mind as well so do you think that the paperback test still exists in some form today definitely in corporate Definitely in corporate, huh? Corporate America. In the corporate world. Absolutely. I, I absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. I feel, and it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. I do, I definitely feel that the paperback um, test goes forth. Um, because I feel like they associate the darker skin with the angry black woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And don't raise your voice. Just to make a point. Nope. Wow. Nope. Because we 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 are immediately seen as the aggressor. Yes. Yes. Wow, that, that's unfortunate. Well, I still, I do, I too believe that the paperback tests still exist in some form today. And, um, well, I was going to say that it's hidden racism, but you know, nowadays the racism is is pretty not open. Hidden. Yeah, it's, very, it's, <laughs> it's open. It's open. Yeah. I tried it. Okay, so I just have to say just just a little bit about the place where I used to work. Loved it. Loved my my job and what I did. But it seems to me that some of the managers thought that we didn't know what was going on 
we could mm-hmm. see that that even though they wouldn't call it being racist and it clearly was mm-hmm. we could see it but they they couldn't even tell that we could see it i'm just like wow so how is it that somebody has been there for let's say 15 plus years and somebody just comes in that's maybe been there two or three years and they get promoted over And I'm I'm referring to myself. I'm a I'm a proud black woman, proud brown woman. I'll correct that. And there was a Caucasian that got mm-hmm. promoted over me with less time. And then of course I could I attribute that to the government too because they just do things backwards. But um, that that happened time and time and time again. I was with the company for 31 years. I was with the government for 31 years. And I saw it happen over and over and over again. And I'm like, because we're, I think also in corporate America, we're supposed to be okay with the fact that we even there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Be glad that I gave you a job, huh? A job. Unfortunately. Even though you're and, intelligent and more, more than capable of, uh, Excelling in this position, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm still not going to promote you because you're not yep. the right color. Yeah, that that's very unfortunate. We don't belong. We don't belong. And half the time, they don't even know what they're doing that they have to come ask us anyway. Yeah, that, that is true. That that's used true. to bother me. That used to bother me a lot. That I have to tell somebody who's supposed to be over me how to do what I do. Mm, wow so let's talk about that little girl in the attic because you know she keeps coming up man how was she affected by our skin color or colorism i will say for me um i dressed her up Mm. because if i felt like if my hair was done and I had on good enough clothes, you wouldn't look at me. Wow. You tried to make yourself invisible? Wow. Yep. Wow. You Your focus would be so much on what I had on and how my hair was that you wouldn't think about me. Wow. So I didn't have to deal with the colorism or the comparison of of being beautiful or not Mm, that's deep so that that was how I worked my little girl Mm. in the attic my little girl she loved her skin and she especially loved her her beautiful brown legs my little girl got a little prideful though about her beautiful brown legs didn't realize that though until I was an adult though <laughs> about it. But um I just remember being outside one day playing and looking down at my legs and thinking, man, my legs are so pretty. And then I just took it a little bit too far in my little mind. Didn't what didn't know that. I'm a kid now. So I didn't know that. Yeah. But um I ended up getting a chicken pox. And then yeah. after that, I you didn't never like my legs. Source. And well, I did. Know. I still wore shorts, but I didn't like uh, my legs no more because they had scars on them. 
Really? Yes. And that has stuck with me for years and years and years and years. Of course, now, no, I I love my legs. They're beautiful. But after I got the chicken box, I thought my legs were ugly. Because they were hard. But it's, it's amazing how different things change the course of what we think. Yes. Especially yeah. about ourselves. Yes. So I still, you know, uh, even though my legs were scarred, I still, I still thought my skin color was okay. I just never really had a thought that, that uh, my skin color was not okay. Of course, you know, the Caucasians or the other, the other ethnicities right. say would make you think that it's not. And then, you know, unfortunately our own people will make you think that it's not, but, um, I just never had a problem. I just didn't like the scars. Now, quick question for you, Nita. What do you think the difference was everybody in your home uh, are all about the same shade? That could be because all of us are all about the same shade. And so I, I guess I never saw anything different until different. my my uh, father remarried. And then we had a couple of higher yellow. I'll just put it like that because I don't really know how to ex- um, explain right. it. Right. What's the right word, right term? Right. I mean, there's still, still brown can uh, brown right. people they just had less melanin but um even with that there was no i just i didn't think about it i didn't think about i don't know if they thought about you know what their skin color was like but i did not hmm. but See, in our household, was it was a, it was a rainbow you know my my dad was a fair skin and my mom was a dark skin so Everybody is a different shade. Everybody is a different shade. I don't think nobody is probably the same shade. Hmm. So it it's all different. Okay. So that may, you know, so we notice the differences early on. Wow. Okay. You know, of why. So I guess you kind of. Um, answer the question I was going to ask when oh. did the girl uh, recognize her color and how was that experience I guess for for me um, to be honest I always knew that I'm you know I'm a brown skin girl and I, st- I still think my skin my skin color is beautiful but it really wasn't until I was an adult that I actually started looking at my skin color and you know looking at the shade and looking at, you know, of, of course I've always seen different shades of, you know, other African-Americans, but um, I didn't really think much about it. I just, I didn't, not until I was an adult and I decided mm-hmm. to put my, the paper bag next to my skin. And that was just like a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so I'm like, why are you even doing this? You know what though? I think, um as i'm thinking on it you know and each time we have a conversation i i find another trigger mm. of my little girl mm, okay you know what i'm saying um and 
as I'm thinking about this, and this is weird, but it makes total sense mm-hmm. now. Um, I think I cared because I cared so much about what others thought about me because I didn't know what my house thought about me. Mm, okay, good point. Good point. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. for me, what people said and did made a big difference mm. in how I felt about myself because there was, like I said, it wasn't that it wasn't done or I didn't have the love. It just wasn't reinforced. So with the rejection of my mom, I looked for it in other places. So my friends had to be the ones that teach me how to love myself. My mm. friends were the ones that, you know, because I didn't get it from my biological mom. Wow. You know, so now it us talking that triggered that other thing. Well, mm. yeah, I would automatically think that what they said was right because that's who was telling me anything. Nobody else was telling me anything. Wow. So I'm getting my information from the people who are actually being mean. Mm. Oh, yeah. Now that's 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 pretty deep right there. Wow. Wow. So. Wow. This this is a good, good conversation. And listen, drop us some comments or send us an email and let us know what you think about your skin and your skin color and what, and what, you know, maybe some people said about your skin color. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Please send your comments or your questions to freeing me podcast at gmail.com. And we also have a freeing me podcast page and a freeing me podcast group group, excuse me, that is only for women, men. So go ahead and send as send your sisters and your aunties and your, um, your cousins and all of them. Um, but guys, you can go ahead and join the page. We would actually love to have you join the page and, you know, you can comment as well. So thank yeah. you again for joining us on free me podcast. This is auntie Nita and visionary dot and our other co-host fee is travel traveling. So we will be so happy when she returns. Um, <laughs> so thank you. We're talking about just the color of our skin this time. This is just a little snippet, um, a bonus uh, podcast, just talking about the color of your skin. So, Hey, hit us up and let us know what you think. Hey girl, hey, we out. As always, thanks for listening to the Freeing Me podcast, where we focus on healing the child within and taking our power back. And remember, the more we heal, the more we win.